gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. I'm gonna show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. 18th of June 2017, you're listening to the Aaron Meta Show. Uh, I am Aaron Meta, and joining me is Josh. Hey. And Patricia. Hello. And Ajaya. Hi. Yeah. I don't know about you guys right now, but I'm really hot. And uh, I'm going to have to apologize to everybody. Uh, Josh is hot. I'm hot. I'm assuming Patricia is just hot by default because, uh, you know, Florida. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) I'm assuming in Mississippi. Uh, Jaya, uh, what's your weather like at the moment for Mississippi? It's pretty hot. Uh, yeah, I think we're all boiling uh, to from the outside and slowly towards the inside. So, uh, yeah, we might we might die of heat exhaustion during this show. Uh, just to let you know. And uh, <laughs> so it's to the extreme oh, where yeah, we're all going to apologise here because uh, right now I'm assuming we've all we've all got our windows open. I've got my windows open here in my studio, and so is the doors open as well. And pretty much all the top floor of my house has currently just got windows open just to try and get the heat out and bring in the cool. You know, if uh, that's the way it works, I don't know. But uh, um, that's basically the situation with the show. So uh, if you do hear anything outside, like, uh, you know, uh, seagulls, um, you know, ambulances, you know, it's, it's all outside. You know, nothing's going on within the show. So uh, that's uh, that's that. So uh, um, so anyway, let's uh, go around um, today. I mean, I don't know if anyone... I'll go, start off with myself. Um, I saw... I, some people are going to be tuning into this show... Uh, knowing some of the stuff that's been going on on Twitter recently, um, Julian Assange, who is uh, currently locked up in our uh, in in the Ecuadorian embassy down in our capital city of London, uh, put out this really stupid tweet. And uh, for those of you tuning into the show, uh, wanting me to talk about that, yes, I have seen the tweet, and uh, it is a stupid tweet. And uh, all I can say is right now is that you know, in regards to uh, you know, I don't think you know autistic people are. Uh, Oh, like Theresa May, or you know, like uh, or like robots, because you know, for one, I am autistic, and everyone here in this show is autistic. So, uh, you know, um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, um, as far as uh, Julian Charles goes, yes, it was a stupid tweet, and I, all I can just say is that I hope somewhere down the line that uh, he decides that you know he's going to look at that and think, yeah, that was not a smart thing to say, and uh, hopefully, you know, uh, put out an apology. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to comment too much about it because uh, you know, uh, as we all know, and also from the uh, the reaction from Twitter as well, uh, the vast majority of people were, you know, shocked at what he said. And uh, for me, um, you know, the fact that so many people came out and said what he said was wrong, you know, I felt that was the be- that was the best response. I think uh, to. Uh, uh, to uh, Mr. Assange, so I think we'll just leave it there, and uh, you can see, you know, for yourself on Twitter what 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 was going down, and also the twi- tweet that I sent out as well. So anyway, well, let's leave it at that. I don't really want to go too delve into it to, uh, that much, but because we've got various other things that uh, really I would rather talk about rather than this. So, uh, um, t- um, Josh, yourself, uh, how have you been this week? Uh, I've been pretty, I've been pretty good this week. Uh, it's been a <clears throat> Like, like I said, a hot week. My brother came to visit from Washington, D.C. Um, now I'm, uh, well, right now I'm at my grandparents for the weekend. But, uh, yeah, it, things are going pretty well. Cool. Uh, you might want to talk a little closer into the uh, the mic a little bit. But, so, you know, don't, don't worry too much about okay. it. Um, also, uh, Patricia, how are you going on this week? 
I've been doing okay, actually. I've been, you know, hanging in there. I uh, did a live stream of Super Metroid just yesterday, and everything was going very well until somebody posted in the comments that I should stop doing the live stream and instead go on a treadmill. Yeah, you know, you know what I'd like. Let's let's have a day on the internet where people just stop saying stupid shit. I know it's ambitious. And I know it's something that uh, you know. You know, we can, at least we can be ambitious towards. You know, can we just have that day, one day where we just basically no one says anything stupid on Twitter, you know, or on Facebook or mm. anywhere else on the internet? That would be a nice day, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think it would last oh, very I'm long. Though. That right now, I'm smiling. Yeah, I'm smiling. what a what a wonderful <laughs> thought. And uh, yeah, mind you, oh, yeah. you finished off. Basically, you finished off Metroid Month, which you know I thought I thought was really cool, by the way. And uh, yeah, I, I'm almost finished. Yeah. I, I just need to defeat um, Ridley, and then I have to go over to Torian to defeat Mother Brain, and I'm pretty much finished with Metroid Month. So yeah, I'm almost done. Yeah, it's cool. And I love Super Metroid, by the way. I think it's uh, you know you know it's like you know I was you saying in the uh, in the live stream that uh, you know the music and the, you know the the atmosphere that's in the game, and the, you know it's only made in 32 bits. It's like you know, it's like you don't get that too much in games anymore, really. I mean, no, like you a, don't. No, yeah, you don't. Not. And you know, the fact that we have, um, you know, Metroid Prime Four and Metroid um, Samus's Return is going to be coming out, so yeah, it should be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaya, yeah, what's uh, what's your day been like? Well, your week been like actually. Well, I've been kind of been gone for like the last couple of weeks, as I've been staffing a couple camp sessions, so. Yeah, that's, that's what I was up to. That's really cool. You know, I can't say I've ever been camping that that hard. You know, I've I've, I've basically stayed in like uh, they used to do this thing uh, back when I was a child where they would take you out to like uh, you know this like out in the country and like uh, but really all you did was basically stay in a hostel and like uh, you know uh, just like a youth hostel and like uh, you know which is kind of like. Uh, like a hotel with just like you know multiple people in a room. It's like you know it wasn't really any. It wasn't really like you know going like proper roughing it or anything. I like going out or camping like uh, you know probably uh, a lot of kids are used to in America right now. I guess but, you know nothing like that. But uh, you know I, I can't really say I've had that experience. So uh, no. Um, guys, should we get straight into it and uh, talk about some stuff? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so uh, I'm going to bring oh, yeah. up the, uh, anyway, we've got the uh, Chrome view uh, finally sorted out, so uh, you can see it right here. Um, so the first story that we're going on is, uh, Theresa May, uh, support for Grendel Tower victims uh, was not good enough, according to her, and you can probably say that again from all the responses that's uh, been uh, been going on. So uh, Theresa May admitted that support for victims of uh, Grenfell Tower fire uh, was not good enough after the Metropolitan Police said that 58 people are missing and presumed dead in the wake of uh, the disaster of West London. Uh, I mean, just to start off with that for a second, because, uh, I mean, there's lots of debate over the number of people who have died in this tower, and, you know, my heart and to, my, my prayers and condolences go out to, uh, to everybody in this, you know, very traumatic time, including that community who had to uh, I don't know if you all saw it on the news. They had to band together pretty much to uh, do, uh, you know, to uh, you know, get food, uh, you know, get, get you know, clothing, blankets, whatever, you know, to uh, help these people out. And I thought that was really, it really showed the uh, the strength of that community, uh, what what they did and uh, and everything. But uh, you know, there's. Uh, you know, there's all, there's all this debate now going on about you know how many people were in the tower, how many people actually died in it, how many people are actually missing and stuff like that, and it's just it's a it's a massive amount of confusion, and uh, you know I can't imagine what it's like being down there at the moment, you know, and also on top of that, it's so, being so close to home, so uh, I mean I'm just I'm really still shocked about that. 
the new figure means that the death toll from the blaze early on Wednesday morning has risen to about 28 people. And, uh, you know, I can, I can understand. And the one thing I also want to tag on to this as well is that, uh, you know, people are saying that, oh, people, more people died in this tower. It's like, yeah, that may be true. You know, this this death toll probably is going to rise and the, the amount of missing people are going to, unfortunately, going to, you know, uh, unfortunately are going to uh, be labelled as dead somewhere down the line. But, uh, you know, just because you go missing does not mean that you died. And that's the only thing I would yeah. say about that, because, uh, you know, I totally sympathize with people who, you know, are so emotional and so angry at the moment over what's happened. But at the same time, I think we have to think a bit more rationally than this, because, you know, we've had people who have gone missing in the past and, uh, you know, all of a sudden have turned up. It's like, you know, and uh, it's like, it's, uh, it is it is a possibility. I mean, do you, does anyone remember the, um, I think it was the guy who uh, everyone thought was dead from 9-11? And uh, then, but apparently he just had amnesia or something like that, and then eventually he turned up again a couple of years later. It's like, you know, just because, uh, you know, I understand that uh, people really want to know what happens to their loved ones, but to, uh, and, uh, you know, they probably all already have come to the conclusion in their, probably in their minds that they're probably never going to see them again. But, you know, y you still need to go through official channels to uh, have people, you know, um, you know, declared dead. Because, you know, there's all sorts of legal ramifications that could come of that. You know, if all yeah. of a sudden someone's been declared dead and then all of a sudden they, you know, they, they turn up one day. It's like, you know, I know in this situation it's probably is unlikely that, you know, uh, the, what, what has happened. That that blaze was just destroyed that that entire building, you know, from outside to in. You know, thankfully he didn't fall down. You know, that was my biggest fear. I don't know if anyone of you looked at that, but when you looked at that blaze and you looked at that tower, didn't you think that thing was going to fall down? You know, it, was it seemed scary. like a strong tower to, you know, happen. I mean, 9-11, it, it didn't have much of a... These towers weren't entirely strong, but this one, you know, it, didn't look like, it doesn't look like it's going to fall down anytime soon. And mm. standing to this day... It might. I guess they might have. Uh, was this an accident or was this on purpose? Well, no. This was. This was. I mean, that's what they're trying to find out at the moment. They're trying to figure out if someone is actually to blame for all this. And uh, there's uh, a good, you know, sense of anger in the community that uh, there is somebody to blame. Which is, uh, you know, why were the sprinkler systems not installed? Why was this uh, cladding was putting onto the building, which is banned in the United States? You know, it's like, uh, why was uh, why was all of this done on this building when they knew that uh, this, you know, from what we've, at least from what we can assume, you know, and these are the allegations that are being put forward, is that this building was unsafe and people were bringing it up time and time and time again and nobody listened. So the... Uh, the conclusion that everyone is bringing up, and even, you know, to me, I can't find it very, I find it very, very hard to ignore that this thing was man-made and that there are people to blame out of all of this. You know, it's... Yeah, uh, I think I heard somewhere that the building was in massive disrepair and that there were many complaints from the people who were living there telling maintenance that it was all falling apart and they refused or they couldn't fix up the problems. And, if, and so, yeah, it definitely kind of reminds me of the, the Johnson flood in which, you know, when there was so much rain in um, Pennsylvania, and then as time went on, the dam that was holding the water together was just filling up, and they pretty much did nothing. And then the, when the dam broke off, and, you know, many people died from drowning. It's like they kind of knew that this was happening, but they didn't do anything about it until it was too late. I know. It's, 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 uh, it, it, I'm, I'm lost, I'm lost for words. 
you know, because it's just, you know, how can, if, if this is true, what a huge amount of negligence from top to bottom of this. You know, and uh, to keep this in mind, you know, uh, this was, um, th this, you know, David Cameron, our previous Prime Minister, in 2012, said he was going to uh, declare, you know, have a bonfire or declare war on, uh, you know, health and safety. Like, look at what's happened here. What a, you know, the, the legacy of that from 2012 to now. And now we have people who have died in this horrendous blaze of this building. And, you know, using uh, material which is flammable. And, uh, you know, and, and sprinkle a system that, that didn't exist. It's just, it's, uh, I'm, I, I, I'm, I, you know, it's, it's only, you know, so heads are going to roll for this. You know, this is, uh, you know, look, look at what's happened. And look at all these people who have been, uh, who have been left with nothing. Or even, lo you know, or even lost the, you know, lost dear lives and family members out of all of this. One, one of these, uh, uh, five of these people, you know, who were victims of all this, were all in the same family. A whole family just wiped out by, by fire. Jeez. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, 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 I posted this up on the Facebook page as well. It's like, you know, the media are all gawking over this building. And, uh, you know, and the, 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 the people who are on the ground were rightfully angry at them. Because, you know, they've been bringing these things up for years and the media just completely ignored them. That, you know, these buildings were not safe. And that uh, the, um, you know, the, the, the austerity that, uh, that became... I mean, I'm not too sure about the, the austerity itself. But uh, in regards to the fact that, uh, you know, apparently £10 million apparently was, uh, was according to, you know, some government sources, was spent on this building. Well, you know, a sprinkler system was 300000 pounds I mean it's like you know they, they spent all this money you know basically making it you know prettying up this building you know so that uh, you know where rich people around apparently you know across the way uh, didn't have to stare at an ugly feature we'll tell you what it's pretty damn ugly now uh, given that it's now this burnt out wreck you know up in the sky it's just that I'm, I can't believe it man it's you know I, I feel yeah, so I, I feel so sorry for those maybe people this will be a lesson that hopefully if there is an issue where there's a building that people actually live in and it's in massive disrepair let's hope that this will never happen again for anybody why do i get the yeah. feeling it will i just you know it's like apparently the, according to one report that i saw uh, in in the news apparently there's four thousand of these things that apparently have uh, you know um you know of these these types of buildings that have uh, you know got, got got these problems, and I really you know I really hope now that you know someone's gonna you know something's gonna you know snap in someone's brain and say you know maybe we should probably start putting fire safety regulations and actually start implementing them in all these buildings or make if they and if the fire and safety regulations are good enough make them stronger, you know just saying, just uh. it's 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 just, it's never gonna stop I don't think they're just gonna make that same mistake over and over again. And this cladding is banned in the U.S. Yeah. And you guys have guns. I'm sorry. It's just you know, uh, unbelievable, man. Yeah, it really sucks. And I'm hoping that um, they will get justice for this because it's such a shame that many people who have gone through this are now homeless or have lost families, and they pretty much were just living off their lives and they had to deal with many issues with you know bad um 
decisions from the people who are responsible for keeping the building in check. So, hmm. you know, it's them to blame. It's, and you know, the people who live there, it's not their fault. I mean, unless... No, it's not their fault at all. Something. So, you know, they were forced to live there pretty much. It was public housing. You know, they couldn't afford to go anywhere. Where else were they going to go? You know, they couldn't afford to go anywhere else. So they were put up in that building. On top of that as well, uh, there's apparently there's a report going out by the, uh, by the Mirror saying that apparently uh, two residents that might have died in this apparently were campaigning for, fire, for, for uh, getting uh, uh, you know, health and safety done in the building. And they, apparently they were, they were uh, given threatening letters from, the count, uh, from somebody uh, wow. about it. That she, is screwed up. Jesus Christ. You know, it's just, it's, uh, I mean, uh, I, I can't believe this is my country at the moment. You know, this is, this is Britain in 2017 where we have, uh, you know, we're the fifth largest economy in the world and yet we can't seem to afford uh, 300k for a sprinkler system for a public housing uh, facility. Such yeah, as this. well, I mean, in America, no matter where you live, a person who works, you know, minimum wage cannot afford a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's, I, I'm definitely you know aware of what's going on in the United States right now. It's uh, pretty much what uh, you know perpetuated you know the incompetent businessman in the United States into that into where he is now. But uh, um, that's part of that, by the way, and not the whole thing. But uh, you know, it's uh, but you know. <sighs> I'm just really amazed that you know. Also, on top of that, you know, we, we, you know, Britons do get ribbed quite a bit for you know how you know how much we do pay attention to to health and safety. Like you know, I remember the uh, uh, someone showing around a um, um, a clip of a uh, of policemen getting chased around by a guy because uh, they didn't want to you know uh, ruin their cars or something like that. And uh, you know, whether in America, you know, you would have you know guys roughing you know people up, you know, who they wanted to arrest and stuff. And uh, you know, and they say, oh look at this health and safety stuff. You know, look how uh, you know uh, what he's making our police officers like. Well, yeah, apparently we're not health and safety enough to uh, stop that building going up in a puff of smoke. Just you know, it's just it's. Uh, I I don't know. I'm just you know. Um, every everyone here is shell shocked. You know what what's just happened. And you know to all those who say that you know that death toll is probably too is probably too light. They're probably right. And uh, you know no doubt within when they start you know I, this is the, the gruesome part of this is is that they're going to have to go through that building and identify out burnt out corpses. And even they're talking about the fact that, that even some people might not even be identifiable. They might just be finding fragments of things and just, you know, this is going to be like, uh, you know, still trying to find, um, uh, you know, people who have died in World War One, you know, and still trying to find like remnants of, uh, of uh, you know, of uh, people just blown to smithereens or, you know, burnt to a crisp. It's just, it's, it's shocking. Absolutely shocking. Yeah. And this is, this is our country in 2017. Why? Why? Let's move on to something else before I uh, start losing faith in humanity. Mind you, this this yeah. next story isn't going to be any better. Um, this is about oh, the free God. yeah. This is about the freed U.S. student in uh, Otto uh, Wombia who uh, was uh, who was been free from North Korea, but uh, not without you know this without this BS. He's now he apparently he's been in a coma. This uh, for a, for a certain amount of time that he's been 
been in this country since he's been arrested for apparently trying to steal a sign or whatever. I mean, in regards to the sign stealing, I can't comment on what happened there. But in regards to the, no one, this is, um, you know, the fact that they gave him back in a comatose state and to a point where he now has severe brain injuries to the point where he can only open his eyes he can uh he doesn't respond to verbal commands he he doesn't even know where he is you know for all he knows he's probably st you know in his brain he's probably still in pyongyang you know and uh, apparently now he's uh uh now they've they they he's going back and now he's going to be um you know uh, a problem for uh now he's going to be basically america's healthcare problem for uh, the next uh, pretty much for as long as he'll you know keep going for you know, just, and I feel so sorry for that family. You know, he he, he didn't deserve it. I don't, I don't, I don't, just for stealing a sign as well. It's like you know, how, how someone st let's say someone stole a street sign in in the United States. How 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 what what type of punishment do you reckon he'd get? Do you think? Like probably like a slap on the wrist or something like a that. A fine, maybe. You know. Yeah. If I mean, he, then again, this is. North Korea. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, so you think he'd get a fine or, you know, uh, maybe, you know, maybe some community service at the worst, you know, first offense. And the, this this country, you know, sentenced him to uh, 14 years hard labor for stealing a fucking sign. It's just kind of sad I think he was asked to steal a sign but one by someone he knows for like a lot of money i don't really know all the details about that yeah i mean apparently there's ru there's rumors going around that he apparently wanted to steal it for his church but i i don't know again i can't comment on that but uh, in regards yeah. to but you know I, he, he stole a sign okay fair enough you know north korea has every right to you know kind of punish him for for whatever but 14 years hard labor and then to return him in a uh in a in a in a, in a coma and not responsive to anything that's going on around him that's sick man that's yeah. absolutely despicable. But mind you, this is nothing compared to what you know North Korean defectors have uh, have told us. There's a video up on my Facebook page. I urge everyone to go see it. This is a North Korean defector who um, uh, survived, uh, had to go all the way to Mongolia in order to escape this. You know these oh, these, these mad people. What are you talking about? Yeah, and you know, and this isn't just the only story. There's loads of stories out there. Uh, you know, with people being, you know, escaping that country, then being raped by, you know, uh, uh, people who, um, who'd taken them out, or they'd have to get jobs in the sex industry in order to survive in China, and, you know, there's just some, there's some pretty horrendous stuff out there, so this, I mean, it's shocking, but this is, this is nothing compared to, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really sad to say that, but this is nothing compared to what has happened to other you know, people who have actually been born in the country and have escaped the country or have, uh, you know, faced other problems with that. And, you know, it's just, it's, uh, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's another this really weird thing about all this because, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit convenient, isn't it, that he gets released at the same time that Dennis Rodman tra uh, tra uh, travels to the country. And Dennis Rodman says, oh, no, nothing to do with me. You know, but, uh, again, maybe it isn't, but, you know, it's a bit convenient, isn't it? You know, Dennis Rodman, who is apparently pals with this, uh, you know, this uh, disgusting dictator, and, uh, and then all of a sudden this guy gets released, you know, when he goes over there. I don't know, there's, there's part of me that, I mean, I can't think of somewhere in a, in a, you know, a couple of years down the line, Dennis Rodman's probably going to turn around and say, oh yeah, I secured his guy, this guy's release, you know. 
That's just my opinion. I don't know that for a fact, but, uh, you know... On top of that, why, why is Dennis... You know, I, I know this happened in the you know during the time of Obama, but, you know, I'm going to have a really hard time explaining to my grandchildren about how the time at one point that Donald Trump uh, was elected to be president and, uh, and the best diplomat they had for uh, resolving issues with North Korea was Dennis fucking Rodman. <laughs> yes, bravo to our country. Mm-hmm. Bravo. Who's going to be ambassador of Iran? Shaq? No, it's going to be The Rock, remember? He wants to run for president, too. Oh, no, he's well, he's not going to be ambassador of Iran. He's going to be president. Kanye you know, no. West. Uh, oh, my gosh. Kanye West. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not going to... I'm going to let you finish, uh, but I think France is the greatest country of all time. No. Fuck off. I don't want that. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I just think... Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's our faith in humanity completely gone. And let's continue it with some entertainment news. So, uh, I hope everyone can see this. So, I'm going to play the um, the recent trailer for the latest Frozen shot. Everyone ready for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Here we go. Let the holidays begin! Oh, yeah. Do we have any traditions, Elsa? I'm sorry, Anna. It's my fault we don't have a family tradition. Make one up! How hard is it to make one up? I'm sorry, but let's, let's just put this into context just for a second. So, the big dilemma of Frozen in this shot is going to be that Anna and Elsa... Your biggest characters in pro biggest Disney princesses in twenty years do not have a family tradition for Christmas. Spare a thought for Mr. Wynn from Hey Arnold, who has not had a Christmas with his daughter for God knows how long. Spare a freaking thought for Doug, who nearly had his dog euthanized on Christmas. And what I'm getting at is you have big characters right now that you could you you could utilize uh, for a much bigger story, and you decide to go in this direction. Okay. I mean, I think it's for little kids, though. There's people who there's even adults who like Frozen. It's like you know, it's just yeah. oh, come on. Okay, let's keep going. We're going by the best tradition on and Elsa have ever seen. Are you with me? Ow! We're going door to door looking for family traditions. We make candy canes together. <laughs> Sugar rush. Smoke candy canes every day. You cut down a tree <laughs> and then you dress its corpse with candles. I love it. Breaking and entering. Okay on Christmas. Okay, so, I mean, I don't know if people can notice, but um, doesn't Olaf... I mean, one thing I credited um, Frozen for doing is that they took a character which you knew you looked at him once uh, in the previews and you thought, this guy's going to be loud and annoying. 
and uh, they didn't go in that direction. Thankfully, he was very tame. Don't you think this is the... Don't you think this is the uh, worrying evolution of Olaf, that he's going to be this this really annoying character, which you're going to have to insufferably sit through in this short? Uh, I'm hoping it doesn't. I'm, I'm hoping really it doesn't hoping either, it but... Doesn't. Similar to how the trailer of Frozen sucked, and then it turned out to be pretty good, mm. and now we have this short. That I just depends on the way it sounds like, I guess. Oh, it's just, you know, okay... Nothing like taking your coals off once in a while, you know what I mean? The fruitcake! Whoa, gross. That went right through me. And when we're together, it's my favorite Okay, I think that's the biggest insult of them all. It's going to be in, in theaters with Coco. So I'm assuming this is going to be the short that is before Coco, I assume. Yeah. Uh, it's within Coco. You know, talk about not having faith in your own, in your own product. I mean, it's like, uh, are you? T I mean, this this to me sounds like. So you believe Coco is not strong enough on its own for it to. Uh, uh, that's the ambulance here to take me away, but uh, yeah, but. Uh, um, so you're saying that Coco is not going to be strong enough on its own, so you need to package throw Frozen into it in order to get kids into the theatre. It's like, you know, what does, what does that say? Oh, that sucks. Isn't it? It gives such a lousy impression. Because it's like, you know, uh, I guarantee this, when I go and see Coco, I think I'll, you know, when this short comes on, I'll probably, you know, uh, I wish I could make a little thing across the vein that says, you know, where time to go to the concession stand. It's like, you know, it's just because that's, that's what it's going to be for me. It's going to be a trip to the concession stand and getting a, a big box of popcorn or something, you know, when I go see this. You know, I, I don't get me wrong. I think a Frozen Christmas special would actually be pretty good. You know, I, I actually would like one, you know, because, yeah, you know, look at it. It's it, it, Yeah, it involves an ice queen. You know, it's uh, it, it, has a, it has all the... Uh, you know, it has all the wrappings for it. You know, I, I would have no problem with a Frozen Christmas special. You know, something you stick on TV, you know, for all the kids at Christmas. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'd watch it. But, you know, you can tell the fact that it's, you know, it's going to be another short, you know, with uh, Frozen characters. And, you know, I don't know if they're just thinking that, well, you know, Frozen Fever did pretty well. But, you know, I don't know. I think some, I don't think it wasn't as well received, I think, as everyone thought it was. But, uh, I don't know, man. This This has Bad Omen written all over it to me. I don't see, I don't see the I don't see the positives in in it really. It's um, you know it's going to take Olaf and turn his levels you know to 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 irritable f ways you know at least from what I can see from the preview. It's coming before a Pixar film, and uh, you know and it just gives the impression that you know we you know that Coco is not going to be uh, solvable on its own. Soluble on its well, own. Maybe the reason why they're doing it. I mean, I don't know why, but maybe they saw that Universal, 
had much trouble distributing Leica's Kubo and the Two Strings because, oh, it had Japanese um, influences and stuff like that. Well, Coco has Mexican influences. So maybe that won't appeal to the general audience. So let's just throw Frozen in there to generate toward the kiddies. You know, I'm wondering if it's going to be like, you know, well, oh, that thing's all about oh. uh, Mexican people. I ain't going down to that. But, Mommy, Frozen's going to be on. Oh, shit. Okay, kiddo, let's get in the car. It's like, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, I, I can just hear that, you know, in a kitchen somewhere in, you know, in a deepest, darkest uh, Alabama. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, this is our society that doesn't, I mean, a, a good, you know, like 16 million people don't even know where they, they think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. So I'm uh, not surprised. <laughs> I would, under, I would totally understand if this was coming before, you know, Toy Story 4 or something like that, because, you know, I think, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a feeling amongst people that, you know, Toy Story is starting to kind of, you know, uh, it should have ended with three and, you know, the fact that now they're going with four and don't, don't get me wrong. Four has, sounds like it has an interesting story behind it. We you know if it's going to be based on a somewhat of a true story or like based on some, you know, kind of like uh, real events, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. I just think I'm not, I'm not, you know, I would have been more happy if they were going to say, okay, there's going to be a frozen Christmas special. It's going to be on all the networks, you know, come Christmas, you know, uh, tune in this time, go see it. It's like, okay, I'll do that. You know, but uh, the fact that it's, you know, they're, they're, they're doing a short, you know, and I'm assuming it's only going to be like, you know, maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes at the most, you know. for Yeah, I think that's about that. that yeah. How long was Frozen Fever? Um, Frozen Fever was 20 minutes, I think. Yeah, so probably be around that time. Oh, God. So, like, you know, it's, uh, well, so, I mean, I might, well, mind you, if they're doing that, how, what will the running time be for Coco? It's like, well, is it going to be like an hour and a half, I guess? You know, because that's sort of kind of the rough where yeah, Pixar about films... Yeah, an hour and a half, maybe about an hour and 40 minutes or something. Uh, I don't know, because it's like, if, you know, if you're going to do, well, if you're going to do like a two-hour film and you're going to do 20 minutes of Frozen, it's like, you're going to do like two, two hours and 20 minutes. It's like, you know, I don't think you get a kid to sit that sit still that much, you know, in a film. It's like, you know, that's, that's pushing it's like kind of like Marvel uh, proportions. Yeah. In my opinion. Exactly. I know, but uh, yeah, so uh, frozen, not a good start, but uh, you know that's just uh, just the way it is. Um, let's move on. Let's move on to something else. Robots in this kind of thing. I'll be right back. Oh, is it okay? Then we'll uh, yeah, give us give us a minute. Um, so yeah, Josh is just gonna uh bounce up for a little minute but uh while we're doing that um amanda i forget, I forget I, we didn't get to cover this because um uh, because of what happened with adam west and uh, and um so we did a tribute to him instead and we started instead of our usual show but uh this video came out uh, amanda Bynes did her first interview in four years i believe it is and uh, i don't know we won't we'll probably like have we have a look at a couple of clips and see what we think and uh, so uh, you guys ready for this as well yeah, let's, let's see it. Okay, here we go. No oh, okay, first of all, we got to go through. I hate this with YouTube. Oh, well, okay. Things we don't even need. Hey guys, welcome to The Lowdown with Diana Madison. I'm so excited because I have the very talented and beautiful Amanda Bynes in here. So Amanda's made over 10 films, has done countless TV shows, four Kids' Choice Awards, SAG Award, MTV Movie Award, list goes on. She's also having controversy under her belt, and I like to say... I hate how she pointed that out, because, you know, it was... Uh, you try, I mean, I'm assuming that they did this to kind of, like, relaunch Amanda Bynes. 
and uh, they immediately at the very end they had to tag in the fact that she's been you know she's had and not to say she hasn't had controversies first he's not not at all not to mean to say that she hasn't had that but uh, you can, i think you can tell from her face there that uh, you know she wasn't too impressed with the fact that she brought that up i think yeah but, i mean come on i mean the fact that um, Amanda Bynes hasn't gone out to the public in four years speaking or having interviews, and then you're going to bring up the very thing that you stayed away from in the first place. It's like, really? Yeah. I mean, if I had if I had a special guest and they did something that they weren't proud of, I'm not going to bring it up in a you know in an interview. It's like that's really embarrassing for them, and it, it like, have good respect. And especially the very first thing, like. When you're introducing them, it's like, come on. Well, the very first thing I think is the fact that it's the latter, and then you basically announce that person. So I mean, let's just keep going. The show, the brand new, new Amanda Bites. Hello. Hello. How are you, Diana? I'm so excited to see you. First of all, so excited to see you. Gorgeous. Thank you. So do you. Absolutely stunning. Thank you. We were talking fashion before we started doing the show. You're wearing lace, ready for correct. I love your top as well. Coming from you, sister, you're such a fashion girl. Like, I love hearing that. So I will take Thank that as a compliment. You. Okay, yeah, sure. Just on the right. But, uh, oh, sorry, I just could for the... Anyway, I think... Yeah, I think you're going to need to take every compliment you can get here because, uh, you know, right now it's not looking... Uh, it's not looking too, it's not looking too, I mean, you know, they say they're like, you know, we're talking fashion before and stuff like that, kind of like, you know, kind of being friends there. It's like, it looks... A, it look, I don't know. I didn't... I mean, maybe, maybe this is just, you know, me, you know, not sensing social interaction very well but uh, you know I, I don't think they've been you know hitting off as much as they think she's saying to me but that's just my opinion but I see you gorgeous thank you so do you absolutely thank you. stunning thank you we were talking fashion before we started doing the show you're wearing lace ready for correct I, I love your top as well <laughs> coming from you sister you're such a fashion girl like I love hearing that so I will take thank that as a compliment you. okay yeah we're just on the red carpet because Amanda Bynes approved of it <laughs> uh, I'm excited to have you in here uh, it's been a while since I saw you last time I saw you was we talked about this Michael Costello's event and then you came to my holiday party like two years ago which was fun seeing you but the Ditto. public yeah I remember that was so fun but the public like hasn't really seen you in five years and I think your fans want to know how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Really great. You look beautiful. Thank you, so do you. I wanted to know, like, what are you up to lately? Like, how do you, like, motivate yourself on a daily basis to, you know, wake up and do good and strive to, like, be excellent? Tell me about that. Okay, I've been going to school lately, fashion yeah. school, fit em, and I love it. I've learned how to sew, I make patterns, okay. and I want to start a clothing line in the future. So Fitim has been helping me with that. Other than that, I hike, I go spinning, take spinning classes, and... Spinning? Uh, it's like a bicycle class. Oh, I see. Okay, then sorry. I feed the homeless, and that's been really interesting and fun. A hmm. lot of people came out of support of you, your fans, during the, the hard times that you were going through. Um, Nick Cannon, who was on your show, he called you family. I really appreciate that. Did you, did you guys ever talk? We never talked, actually. I know that he called me family, and I love that. He's definitely... Um, Patricia, you're the, you're the, you know, the behind-the-scenes Nick girl. I mean, was any of that true? Do you know? Hello? Um, we seem to have lost Patricia. Um. Ajay, are you still with us? Yes. Okay, then, yeah, sorry. I think, uh, I think Patricia just, uh, steps out. 
I do miss acting, and I actually have something surprising to tell you. I'm oh. going to start acting again. Yes! Yes! Oh my god, I haven't been a fan of yours for years, so Thank hearing you, that doll. is so amazing. I am so happy. I have actually goosebumps all around me. Oh, you're like, so all cute. All over my body, I have goosebumps because I'm so happy to hear that. Thank um, does, does any of that seem genuine? No. No. Like, she's trying way too mm. hard. Yeah, I just, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, um, on top of that as well, it's like, um, I mean, I don't know. How would we feel if Amanda Bynes came back into the Nickelodeon fold? Or came back into any fold, for that matter? I mean, it's, uh, uh, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I, again, I, I know she's had her issues. And uh, I know she's, um, and everything, but uh, I don't know. Like, my biggest fear is, is that if she came back, you know, and also, you know, all the music started playing again, and, you know, let's say, for example, you know, Nickelodeon decided to bring back the Amanda show, which I actually have heard news about, you know, but, uh, you know, if, if they brought that back, it ran a season, and then it stopped, you know, it's just, uh, and I know she's saying that, so, well, I've got my fashion thing to fall back on, but, you know, it's just, I don't know. I feel kind of like, I feel like there's going to be like a, you know, this is just my opinion, but, you know, wouldn't you think she would... Do you think there's a fear of a relapse of what happened after the Amanda, when she left the Amanda show and she like you know retired, quote unquote? Oh, um, uh, oh boy! If she, if she ever works at Nickelodeon again, I'd have to, you know, like she's probably gonna work on another sitcom that's just uh, well, not very, or she's just gonna work on sketch comedy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see anything else that she could really. I mean, she, what, what? I mean, I don't know. It's like, here's the thing. I think I don't know if. Um, I, mean, I don't know if she's done any voice work, but uh, I don't know. Maybe she might. Uh, maybe might. You know, maybe maybe do a few guest stars on some Nicktoons. I don't know. I just think. Uh, I mean. I mean, some people will be saying to me, like, oh, you know, you're putting Amanda Bynes in a pretty low pay place, but, uh, you know, we're talking about someone who's been out of the frame for probably, like, you know, as she said, five years. So, uh, and, you know, someone who said that she retired at the beginning, so it's, uh, you know, it's a bit bit difficult to kind of look at that and say that uh, she's going to, you know, come right back in and, you know, do a major role or something like that. I don't know. So, uh, hmm, I'm not sure. Um, do you want to keep going through this or shall we move on? Because uh, it doesn't sound like there's, I mean, it sounds, it doesn't like there's much genuine stuff going on at the moment. But uh, it's probably just closing all that. Yeah. Okay. Then. Tell you what, we'll uh, we'll move on. So, Cars Three um, was um, uh, was um, as a bit started getting reviewed, and uh, to be honest with you, it's pretty much what I thought it was going to be. It's um, 65% on RottenTomatoes.com right now. And uh, I don't. I mean, I'll look at some of the reviews. And uh, basically, the the critics' consensus right now is that Cars Three has on its basically poignant story uh, to go with its dazzling animation, uh, suggesting Pixar's most uh, middle of the road franchise may be surprising surprising amounts of tread left. So they're saying apparently it's uh, you know there's something good to be found here apparently. So uh, yeah, but uh, mind you, it's still in you know 65% uh, territory. So you know it wouldn't be. It doesn't sound like a film that I would go right out of the back go out to see. So uh, shall we, let's have a look at top critics, see what they say uh, about this. Uh, um, Real Review says that uh, the final chapter of the trilogy has saved uh, the best for last and will uh, at least uh, deflate some of the serious concerns of those who think that the series has uh, taken, uh, taken too many extra laps. Okay, then, and uh, one critic has also said, uh, on screen and the audience, uh, youth will be served. So I'm assuming it's just going to be for kids. Um... 
Uh, so, the Christian Science Monitor. <laughs> they review kids. And they review films. Okay, then. Uh, it's a reasonably uh, diverting, somewhat sluggish uh, attempt to reinstall the heart of the first instalment. Well, that sounds like a very positive review to me. But uh, And uh, Time Out said, uh, it's all well and good for the uh, the under-12s, but this movie uh, never packs uh, any kind of emotional punch that uh, we know Pixar is capable of. So, uh, we, you know, it's like, this is the thing about cars. I just don't think it's there to kind of tell us a, a good story. I just think it's there to sell toys. Personally, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I get the idea of cars that, oh, kids love playing with cars. Let's see if we can make it into a real thing. But, yeah, I mean, I've never seen any of the Cars movies. And I do know that Cars has always been split down the middle with some people. There are people who really love it, and then there are people who really hate it. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just... I, I have never had the interest in watching any of them. Well, the consensus in uh, in cars, the you know the, the the hatred that it develops is that the fact that basically it's just there as a manufacturing thing. You know, it's just there to you know because uh, it makes so much. It, the reason it makes so much money is because you know where the Disney store stuck so much of its its uh, its knickknacks for people to you know kids to go buy. So it's like you know they're going to buy the cars uh, and stuff, and uh, you know so it was. Uh, that's what keeps it going, and um, I think the re- I think the one thing that really pisses me off about cars, and I know I've said this in the past, is uh, do you remember the Muppets uh, in that in that final scene? You know when uh, spoiler alert, by the way, for the Muppets, but uh, when the when they go to uh, when they're in the theater and they just miss the target of uh, raising the money to save it, and uh, then they all step outside, and you know there's like this huge amount of cheering crowds outside cheering for the Muppets. Uh, in that scene, you can actually see a Cars 2 uh, advertisement in in in, in the uh, in the crowd, and I'm just you know like oh god, you know that that bit ruined the Muppets for me <laughs> a little bit, but uh, you know that's just me. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, so we were just saying that, you know, it's, it's, it's got 65% in Rotten Tomatoes, it's not going to be something I'm going to jump out of my chair to go see, but uh, apparently it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be, and it's definitely, from the looks of it, it looks like it's going to be better than Cast 2, so, uh, that's uh, that. The only thing I, the only thing I liked about Cars in the first place was Larry the Cable Guy, that mm. was just it. And he's like, just passable, I, I really. Oh, yeah. So that's that. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, as for like, um, you know, if this is going to be like the last movie for Cars, it's like, um, yeah, I mean, we thought it was going to be the same thing for Toy Story, but look, we're having Toy Story 4, so I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Cars does really, really well in the box office, or it makes a lot of, you know, money from the toys or the, the Blu-rays, then we might even get a Cars 4, so who knows? Who knows? I think, I think we'll definitely get a Cars 4 now, definitely from this. Because, uh, you know, even if they don't make money out of the movie, they'll make money out of the toys. No no, no doubt about that. That's just how Cars has worked, you know, since the beginning. So, uh, let's talk about this story. And uh, this is a really depressing um, headline. Uh, some Nickelodeon kids cartoons have been banned in Kenya for glorifying homosexuality. And, uh, oh, great. Kenya's Great, so I take it that one. What, what cartoons have been banned so far? Let's see. We have, um, Hey Arnold, uh, Legend of Korra, The Loud House, um... Steven Universe, yeah. Adventure Time, and, uh, yeah, Clarence. The, the, I mean, but you're talking about Nickelodeon. That's, car- that's Cartoon Network. Yeah, well, they've been banned as well. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. According to this, uh, the Kenya's uh, Film and Classification Board, uh, KFCB, has called the suspension of several US-produced uh, children's programs running uh, channels provided by TV company MultiChoice. Uh, the board said that the cartoons uh, featured uh, disturbing content glorifying homosexual behavior, which was not suitable for children. The animation programs uh, are The Loud House, The Legend of Korra, and Hey Arnold. And let's just be let's be honest here. Hey Arnold, did, you know, to Craig's admission, uh, you know, Hey Arnold did have gay characters, but they weren't front and center of your attention. You know, uh, to me, I just yeah. thought, you know, before I was introduced to Mr. Simmons uh, in Hey Arnold, I was introduced to a character called Walter. And uh, though he was like a really, you know, like uh, he wasn't, um, he was like a, you know, a very softy kind of character. He was, uh, he was not, he was not gay. He was just seen as kind of like just kind of like this, you know, this uh, softy boy, and like uh, you know, and uh, that's what I saw in Mr. Simmons before, you know. Uh, obviously, he uh, Craig revealed that he was a gay character, and so you know, if you took the show at face value, you wouldn't think that he, and you know, you wouldn't think that he was uh, he was uh, a homosexual. You know, you would just think that he was just you know a very you know light character. You know, in a yeah. way, but uh, you know, so why they couldn't, you know, uh, I, I, I don't. This, this to me just, just stinks. It really does. There's no, there, there's no uh, valid explanation for me for why they need to ban Hey Arnold. You know, it's like, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, at the Loud House. You know, I don't know entirely huge amounts about it, but uh, whether there is a gay couple in there, I'm not too sure. There is a gay couple. Um, Lincoln's dad. I mean, Lincoln's friend's dad. Um, they, there was, they're a gay couple, like, there's, uh, Lincoln's friend has two dads. Okay. And there was also an episode that yep. was kind of hinted at in which one of the sisters, uh, put a lock, uh, put a, uh, a note into a girl's locker and, uh, she starts, you know, having a little slight crush on her. So there is some, you know, things here and there that do emphasize, some homosexual characters, but that's pretty much the reason why they were praised in the first place, because, oh my god, it shows off people who are gay or lesbian, and it's normal. I know. I know. This is the problem, though, it's like, you know, there's just some places in Africa, you know, in Uganda, you can't, you could, you know, gay is just banned. It's like, you know, it's just, it's, uh, there are some, you know, very screwed up countries that do that kind of shit. But, uh, you know, um, what, here's the thing for the, you know, for the Kenyan Film and Classification Board. Why not, you know, the rest of the episodes don't focus on those things. Why not just air those episodes and not have the other episodes? It's like, you know, if yeah, you were... exactly. I mean, you know, just... You know, just have the episodes that don't focus on the other characters. I mean, it's not like every single episode is going to emphasize homosexuality. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Just, you know, it's like, uh, mind you, I can't believe I'm bringing this thing back. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Yeah, give them a dose of reality. How about that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I just don't understand. I, they... They get so worked up over nothing, and I, I just think that's just—it's ridiculous. I'm t I think we—they need to stop uh, working so much stuff up and stop making things up and saying, "Oh, every episode is about." Uh, nothing in the script says, "Oh, I'm gay." 
Which, I just, you know, it's just, it's, uh, I think, I think it's throwing the baby out with the bathwater, you know, it's a, what a shame. There's a whole generation of kids now in Kenya who aren't going to, uh, for, for, aren't going to uh, realise, you know, how, you know, this, uh, this great, uh, you know, Buddha of a character of Arnold and, uh, you know, the, uh, and actually have some, like, real characters put in front of them. I swear, it's like, you know, it's just, it's, uh, they, they, the, 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 I'm just, you know, uh, and again, I, like, I'm sure there's some great parents out there in Kenya, may, you know, maybe, I've never been to the country and I'm sure, you know, uh, there are some level-headed people who think this is stupid as well, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I, I just, you know, so someone out there has got to say something, man. It's like, you know, not to say if we you know we're not saying something already, but, uh, you know, th this is, this these bands are totally and utterly unnecessary. You know, give the kids back their cartoons, for God's sakes. Agreed. Yep. So, that's, uh, I think that one's pretty quick. Um, so, let's, uh, let's move on to, uh, the other ones. Um, Mario Triumphant Comeback. Uh, this is from, uh, we're not had a chance to, like, you know, brush in some, uh, some E3 stuff, but, uh, you know, I'm pretty happy about this, and, uh, you know, me and Patricia were talking about, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and how amazing yes. it was, and, oh uh... Oh my god, that trailer was amazing! Wasn't it? Yeah, I, I looked at it, and I just thought, you know, the fact that they started off with the Tyrannosaurus Rex, I was, like, thinking, okay, well, it's like, my first thought was, like, oh, hey, they're doing another Turok? It's like, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, this, uh, Mario cap comes on, it's like, oh, hey, this is, this is something else. It's like you know, and uh, so, and then all you just you know the music, you know all the all the all the you know how bright it is, and you know how imaginative it all is, and you know how how creative some of the uh, the the gameplay is. It's just you know, oh, this is gonna be you know, uh, once this cut, you know, this is what I've been arguing about for Nintendo for a while. It's like you know, give us something that's gonna want to make us leap out of our chair and buy Nintendo Switches, and um, Super Mario Odyssey is gonna be that. You know, I'm really gonna be looking forward to like finally saying, okay, here we go. You know, uh, I'm gonna be playing Zelda. I'm gonna you know, if I'm getting bored of Zelda, I'll go play Mario Kart for a little bit. If I get bored of Mario Kart, I'll go play Super Mario Odyssey. It's like, you know, and, uh, you know, continue on making these uh, games that everybody wants to play. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm really, I'm looking forward to this. Because once it comes out, I am definitely going to be making uh, a Nintendo Switch purchase a, a very considerable, you know, consideration. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, it's funny because... The day that the the the, uh, the trailer was revealed, I actually saw somebody post a tweet online about um, you know there was a, uh, they actually spliced off a clip from Ratatouille you know the scene in which the critic is trying the Ratatouille in the restaurant mm -hmm. and he has flashbacks to his mom making the Ratatouille well so instead of the the Ratatouille that he was eating he actually ate Super Mario Odyssey the logo and then he flashed back into when he was a kid and he's actually eating. Um, Super Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's like uh, so. Um, here's, here's the thing that there is a bottom thing on this uh, on this article that says you know, uh, okay without 4K. Who owns a 4K television at the moment? You know, uh, in this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, another thing that I also saw. It's like, you know. Um, uh, you know, uh, a person buys a console for like $299 and then they have to buy a 4K TV for like over $1,000. So I know. It's just, it's ridiculous. it's ridiculous. I know, it's like, cause, uh, don't get me wrong, we need to go forward in technology. I'm not saying for a second that, you know, uh, game consoles should just settle settle for less. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you have to be real about these things. You know, where the economy's, you know, not not that great right now. Not everyone's, you know, earning vast amounts of money, you know, unless, you know, you're a particular, you know, someone who's been got very lucky in life. And the likelihood is that, uh, you know, the vast majority of people are owning 4K televisions is very, you know, not as likely. You know, no 
no doubt the Xbox One, you know, the uh, the Xbox One X is going to push up 4K TV sales. But, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's, uh, I can just see people like saying, okay, I'm going to buy an Xbox One X, and then I'm just going to wait until I can finally afford a 4K television. And by the time they finally find the money to, to buy a 4K television, the next Xbox will be out. Just, you know, it's just, it's... Uh, I mean, so don't get me wrong in that regard, but, uh, you know, I think people are kind of, you know, playing it cool when, uh, you know, they're, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch is only, you know, a certain amount of, uh, of pixels, and the uh, same with, uh, you know, and I know the PlayStation you know, PS4 Pro is, uh, is, 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 is out on that, but uh, for me, it's just, you know, at the moment, I don't have a 4K television. I'm sure most people in this, in this room right now doesn't have a 4K TV. And if you do, then you know, you know, great, and uh, you know, go buy an Xbox One X, and uh, you know, go have some fun. But uh, you know, for me, it's just right now, it's like you know, 4K just isn't there yet. You know, it's just uh, for, you know, and even if it was, it would be a computer monitor that would be on my desk, not my television uh, present. Because there's not, I don't think there's enough stuff out there that actually is in 4K. Maybe when you know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think Netflix or uh, or you know, some of the, even the BBC, even the BBC iPlayer, you know, here in this country, we're not 4K yet. It's like you know, so I don't think there's enough incentive to go out and go get 4K at the moment. I think, uh, and who knows? Maybe this might, maybe Xbox One X will push it, but not very, not very far, I'd imagine. You know, so that's just me. Um. Let's, um, anyway, we've got a couple of minutes left, um, shall we, uh, we're going to save this as a, kind of like a bonus, but I think we'll play it now, um, is any, I don't think anyone here is familiar with, um, Sam Cedar and the, uh, the Majority Report, uh, he's, Sam Cedar is a left-leaning, uh, talk radio host, but, uh, he has this, uh, reputation of keeping, uh, stupid callers on his show for as long as they possibly can. So, uh, shall we listen to this one and see how f how far a grave this guy digs for himself? Sure, that'll be fun. Let's sure, have a listen. Not? All right, last call of the day. Calling from a 785 area code. Who's this? Oh, uh, yeah, this is John Connor from Los Angeles, California. What's on your mind, John? Uh, I wanted to make a comment about the charter schools. Uh... The reason that charter schools are failures is, is actually because the same reason why urban public schools are big failures. Um, it's entirely comprised of low IQ, uh, like city-dwelling minorities. You know, it's, it's common knowledge that blacks score lower on standardized testing. Rich blacks actually score on the same level as poor whites. And um, I know this is triggering to liberal progressives because, you know, kumbaya, we are all one. But there are huge differences in race, and that's why you see uh, urban cities uh, with such horrible scores and that's why you see such differences in performance by races yeah and there's also a truth between a between the truth and a lie sorry a difference between a truth and a lie it's like you know so uh i mean that's not that's yeah this is the, this is the thing that, that bugs me about some people it's like you know it seems that you know reality to them seems to have some kind of like you know liberal left-wing bias it's like you know it's just it's uh it's. I'm just. I'm. I'm amazed at some people who call these shows. I really right. am. So you're saying like um, uh, poor whites in Appalachia, they do very well in school. They do on the same level as rich blacks. <laughs> really? Where are you getting your data from? Really? It is common knowledge, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> come on, it's where you get it from? Common knowledge. Really? I mean, come on. You're a uh, white person. You should know better. We're going to need citations. 
why do you assume that I'm white? Because why are you assuming my race? Because you're racist. Uh, well, maybe. And I mean, that's the basis what's of your, your race? common knowledge. What's your race? Why does my race matter? Why are you deflecting the argument? Well, because I want to know if I'm talking to a smart person or not. Why does it matter? You well, you just told me your race. race just wait, wait a second. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You did you or did you not just say that there is an IQ difference between races? I definitely said that. Okay. So I'm asking you. I want to know if I'm talking to an idiot or a smart person. So I need to know your race. What does my race have to do with me being an idiot or a smart person? You just told me it was predictive of intelligence. So what is it? What's your... I'm sorry, I have to I have to interrupt this for a special announcement. Special announcement over. Race. <laughs> on average. On average. What is your what? race? I'm average. It doesn't matter what my race your is. Brain is what are you talking about? You just told me that race was determinant about intelligence. What does, what does my intelligence matter? What if, okay, let's say well, I'm I don't know if I, I want to talk to an idiot. I don't know if I want to talk to a total moron. So well, I, I think you're talking to one, pal. <laughs> and it's not because of his race. What? Got me. You got me. Uh -oh, you got me. <laughs> okay, so listen, you're really yeah. super smart. Tell me where the citation of where you get your facts from. You want me to just list out every one of them and every every no, different just, uh, that I have? Couple. How much time do we have here? I mean, enough for you to cite uh, at least a couple of places. Well, I've got enough time. <laughs> Are you going to turn the music off? Are you just going to make a mockery of this because you have no real argument? Well, you have no <laughs> real argument. Your argument is, is hang on a second. Your argument is that uh, you know, a black, you know, black people are dumber than you know, are dumber than white people, and you're just saying it's common knowledge. Yeah, that guy is just using that as an excuse not to show where he gets his quote-unquote facts from. Or in other words. That too. <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know, play your game with this thing. If you want to actually have a real debate, then we can have a real debate. But if you're just gonna play ridiculous I just turned off the music and asked for the citation of your facts you've just presented. You're really hurting me as a white person with how dumb you're being, okay? Like I, was, I was getting into the higher. Yeah, what's, come life. on. This is where it was the Abed and Costello. Any other little prepared little statement to come on? Sad. Really so wait a second. You. Hold on. Now, now listen. I don't mean to trigger you because you're obviously getting upset about this. So I oh. want you to just take a deep breath. And just tell me, uh, give me a couple of citations about the facts. Quick, you can, you got to be near a computer, right? Why would I be near a computer right now? White you people have, white, white people have, wait a second, wait, wait, white people have computers, it's common knowledge. You call up, you call up with an assertion, and I'm asking you just to give me some citations of your facts. And you're going through all this rigmarole, you want me to turn off the music, you don't want me to make a mockery of it. Okay, sir. Let's hear the facts. Where did you get these facts from? There have been lots of research done on this. It's not going to be, you know, 
from you know Harvard University. There's Phrenology University today. that people have done theses on the subject, and there there is research that <laughs> shows people that have been doing thesis. So so you're telling me that I ask you for a citation of the facts that you're stating, and you tell me there are people who have done theses. Oh, in thesis. various research in universities, yes. Oh, in universities, really. What uh, are they? These are prestigious universities. I mean, you should say people have done very prestigious. People have done very prestigious. Don't hey, listen. Don't get so triggered by me asking you for to back up your facts. Just calm down. All right. I know this is you're nervous. Do you ever notice that with uh, people on? You know, yeah, they all talk about. You know, like uh, I mean, I mean, me and Harry talk about it all the time. You know, the regressive left and social justice warriors and how they're all triggered the entire time. And yet, when you see. Um, conservatives make exactly somewhat the same, you know, kind of like, you know, statements within a completely different frame, and you tell them about how they're all triggered and how aggressive they are, it's like, you know, all of a sudden, they, you know, it's, it all turns around on them. It's just, you know, it's just, it's, uh, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's just, oh, it's unbelievable, man. You're a little bit uh, upset, you're riled up now, just oh, calm down. Are there black people near you right now? <laughs> are you, are you in a safe area? In a safe space. Are you in a safe space? <laughs> <laughs> again, you're just making a mockery of this again. Yes, because you, you yes. I mean, honestly, yeah. listen, yeah. if you're going to call in and you're going to make an assertion like that, like anybody, I ask... I just, I just want to take a poll of everyone here. Does, does anybody, um, anyone think he shouldn't make a mockery of this? At all? They don't think he should... Why, why should he take this guy seriously? Uh, I, I don't know, like... Do you, I mean, Josh, do you think he should take this guy seriously? Or Jaya, do you think he should take this guy seriously? I mean, this guy is not taking him seriously, obviously, and I don't blame him because no. this guy's an idiot. Well, we, 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 if he was, if he called into this, I mean, we don't do calls on this show, you know, definitely not ever since I went to, from, uh, back from North Manchester FM, but, you know, if, if we did calls on this show and this guy called in, would we give him, would we, would we take him seriously? No, he'd probably tease him and make fun of him. Probably would, yeah for the facts because you tell me it's common knowledge and frankly i think you know at this point in my life i have a good sense of what's common knowledge i'm not aware of that um and now i'm aware you that i'm aware sure of university theses Sam? <laughs> i've just heard about all the these university things. theses but okay. I, my point so is you should say prestigious university theses have you, okay, have you read have you read the bell curve before <laughs> Okay, so for those of you who do not know what the bell curve is, it's basically, it was a report that was uh, written, and uh, I can't remember who exactly what it was, but it's been highly and utterly discredited. If you Google it, uh, you can actually see all the, like how it's all been debunked. So, uh, yeah, that's the reason why we're all, you know, laughing our asses off right now at this guy. It is. Of course, Charles Finally Murray. the dumb fuck with this one yes. citation. Yeah, I think that's good. Yes. I think dumb fuck's a kid's who kind of word. Have you read it or not? Yes, yes, yes. All and it's bullshit. So if you've read it, what does it say? What was the research that was done? It's highly discredited. <laughs> like, very much so. In fact, I think if I was actually to Google the bell curve, it would be about how it's full of shit. Uh, let's see. Yeah, bell. you know who says that? The American Psychological Association. And who runs the American Psychological Not Association? Not just the American Black Psychological people, Association. The Jews. Oh, the Jews, right, of course. Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of crypto Jews. A bunch of crypto Jews, just like you, Sam. Crypto Jews? Oh, I think, I think can, I mean, 
do we need to go any further through this video to see this guy is a racist? I don't, I don't want to. I don't even want to listen to that guy anymore. Yeah, I, I think... mean, let's let's just think about this for a moment. It makes I mean, me ashamed of my race right now. I, okay. Well, no, yeah, no, no, you shouldn't be ashamed I mean, of your race, sir. Um, this guy is probably one of those people who would probably believe that study that says that vaccines cause autism. Well, yeah, he probably would be, and uh, he probably also believes in like you know like chemtrails and like you know uh, all the you know like apparently that we're all ran by lizard people, and it will somehow tie it all up to uh, Jews, banks, and uh, God knows what else. Just you know, I think he's you know it's um, he sounds like one of those guys who's too, you know and the. These 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 callers are funny, but uh, you know it's just uh, you, you know it's like it's scary to think that these there's some people out there who actually think this things and they can actually vote. It's like you know it's just uh, and I'm not saying that you know we should start you know restricting you know people's right to vote, but it's just the fact that uh, you know that's quite that's quite terrifying. <laughs> actually, thinking like that guy exists. Oh boy, but uh, I think Jerry Springer. Yeah, Jerry you, Springer you, all over again. Probably is Jerry Springer, and uh, I don't have that on my soundboard, unfortunately, so I can't play it. But uh, I think uh... so. Now that our faith in humanity is totally gone, um, let's uh, let's end the show. Um, I think Patricia has already gone off the show, so I don't think uh, I don't think she's going to come back, as far as I'm aware. And uh, also, uh, so Josh, do you want to say goodbye and cool down? Hey, what? Do you want to say? Do you want to say farewell? Yeah, I'm just here. Yeah, I think he's uh I think he's breaking up a little bit, so I think we'll uh I think we'll yeah, let you go. But the whole time, yeah. And uh Jaya, uh, do you wanna say say goodbye? Bye everybody. Bye everybody and uh this has been the Arameta Show. You can see up on the screen uh, facebook.com forward slash Arameta Show arameta.tumblr.com uh, at Arameta Show for Twitter and YouTube is youtube.com forward slash Arameta Show. You can listen to the show on uh, Pod Addicts, uh, Player FM, Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn and also you can know what, listen to it on iHeartRadio as well and uh, also uh, if you just mind you, if you just follow the Facebook and, and Twitter you can uh, pick up all the episodes from there and also you can listen to iTunes as well so uh, I need to get that iTunes button put on there at some point so uh, this has been the Arameta Show thank you very much for checking us out and uh, we will see you uh, next week take care and bye for now